Last week, there was another mass shooting in the United States, this one in Virginia Beach. There are increasing calls for the impeachment of the president. Despite the valiant efforts of many, the United States seems to be losing what little control it had of its southern border. The economy has been the one bright spot, but rising prices, trade wars, new tariffs, and a massive bubble of debt now threaten that economy. The U.S. political divide is the deepest it's been since the 1860s. And that's just the United States. Right now, every part of the world is suffering in severe ways. And global security is melting away before our eyes. I'll have more right after this word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm producer Kevin. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please subscribe or follow us on Spotify to stay up to date with all our latest podcasts. From the United States losing control of its southern border, to nations across the world preparing themselves for what seems to be an inevitable conflict. Can we have hope in a chaotic world? Let's find out. The book of Revelation describes the Antichrist taking control of the whole world. And it will happen quickly. The obvious questions are, how and why? Why would world leaders cede their power to him? How could he possibly take over so quickly? The answer seems to be global chaos and the potential for planet-wide economic ruin. Political leaders don't give up their power unless they have to. Fear of World War III might do it. A series of military coups might do it or the potential collapse of the global economy might do it. In the past, on this program, I have documented the precarious state of the world economy, and it's getting worse. Increasing geopolitical chaos has made economic progress almost impossible. Adding to this, recent elections in Europe showed the increasing chaos there. The Yellow Vest movement in France has been going on since October of last year. That means rioting in the streets every weekend. Economically, Italy, Greece, and several other European nations are living on borrowed time. And the massive influx of Middle Eastern Muslims is still causing bedlam in cities across the continent. But it doesn't stop there. Uh, the Russian people keep suffering while their leaders chase a dream of reliving the glory days of the Soviet Union. They're building fantastical weapons, and eventually, one of them will work. Their foothold in the Middle East keeps getting stronger, and that makes the chaos there more severe and more dangerous than ever. But there's even more. Iran's ambitions include nothing less than the destruction of Western civilization, starting with Israel. Because they both live in danger of Iran, Saudi Arabia is now friendlier with Israel than at any time in modern history. But the Wahhabi Muslim government keeps that nation in a dark place where human rights are less than a joke. Israel had an election in April but they still don't have a government. The parties couldn't form a winning coalition. That means another election in September. While the Israelis are resilient and doing well overall, this kind of political chaos will one day make them vulnerable to making a deal with the Antichrist 
for a faulty but oh-so-appealing Middle East peace treaty. Uh, Meanwhile, China continues to leverage its newfound economic power. They're quickly creating a massive high-tech military designed from the ground up to meet and defeat the United States. They're flexing their muscle across Asia, creating pandemonium for the nations of that region. And Africa continues to be a battlefield between good and evil, with a level of suffering that seems to go up every day. Central and South America can also be described with the word chaos. Not just Venezuela, but several nations there are falling into economic crises. Depressed yet? Don't be. The things I've mentioned and dozens I don't have time to talk about are creating the exact situation described in the Bible for the time just before Christ returns. Instead of being depressed or discouraged, know this. Jesus said, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Listen, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? All of these things and the many, many, many more things that we didn't even discuss here yet are taking place and they are signs of the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you have not asked him to forgive you of your sins, then listen, you are not ready for that day. Listen, if you want to know that you are forgiven of your sins, if you want to know that you are not going to be judged for your sins, then you must ask Christ to forgive you. You must repent of your sins and surrender to him. To repent is to make a U-turn, a decision to turn from your sin and turn to Christ. Listen, if you want to be forgiven, you want to know that you're ready for that day, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life, In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic or other topics, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at HopeForOurTimes on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.